Holy snap. Was that the merry-go-round technique? The merry-go-round technique that started this culture called hip-hop? <laughs> yes, indeed. Happy Friday to you. It is Unlearn the World. Ren, the vinyl archaeologist, Dreamville, Steph. We are True School. Check out TrueSchool.com, TrueSchoolTV.com for all your hip-hop video content, whether it's podcasts, music videos, dope documentaries. We keep it all in one place for you because we love the culture. New school, old school, true school. Yes, and also, we're in the building. You are on. One, two, one, two. Yeah, you're on, bro. Can you not hear yourself? One, two. Can you hear me through your headphones? I can hear you through oh, your okay. headphones. Can you turn my headphones on? Turn my headphones up. The, uh, the headphone knob right here. Which one? Okay, there we go. All right. Can you hear yourself a little bit better? One, two. Okay. There we go. Ooh. Ooh, sounding sexy in here. Okay. So, uh, you, you, you can also check out the uh, live streaming from ADP.FM, of course. Shout out to ADP.FM. Shout out to Youth Radio or YR Media. It's the rebrand. You know what I mean? Um, everybody involved. Everybody tuning in on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, all the things. If you want to check out the multiple camera angles, again, make sure you check out TrueSchoolTV.com. we got a lot of different interesting things to talk about in the culture is cardi b a gang member the gangstar album that's in the works big boy and sleepy drown uh, addressing rumors that andre 3000 is working on a new album ghostface killer wu-tang american saga rod digger and lord jamar little brother revealing why ninth wonder wasn't part of the reunion album and the fuckery that is ti and cadence owens getting in over uh, uh, argument over trump so where do we want to start it brothers and sisters <laughs> Where do we want to get in? Where, where do we want to start? Uh, let's just uh, start with, with, the- with number one. Yeah. Is Cardi B a gang member? Yes. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this is all coming on the heels of Takashi 69 recently having testified um, in court after having been detained and put in witness protection and relocation for the, like the last year um, under federal racketeering charges and all of that with Treyway, his label. Um, he basically gave everybody up. He snitched on me. He snitched on Steph. He snitched <laughs> on Oakland. He snitched on everybody involved with hip-hop. He was just Including Cardi B. fucking dimes. So they were asking him about his gang affiliations or gang affiliations within the culture of hip-hop, to which he mentioned Cardi B, which is not really good considering Cardi B is a megastar at this point. So that kind of could fuck up the bags and the money for her. If I didn't um, even know they were like kicking it. Well, they no, they they don't really kick it. It's not like she's a gang member that hangs out with him. But in terms of the Blood Street Gang in New York, there are a lot of prominent members of that gang. Okay, um, that are in the world of hip hop, and I mean the the, the world of, of of gang life and gang culture and street culture is not that far removed from the culture of hip hop. We have to understand that hip hop forty six years ago was started from gang culture, so that kind of has remained a very intricate component of the entire culture in general. Um, in New York, in particular, I think the Bloods and Crips street gangs kind of started making their inroads into the neighborhoods of the Bronx and Brooklyn and things of that nature back in like 97, 98 they started slowly creeping through I remember being in high school and people wanting to wear all blue I remember like there was a a, a task force because people were getting their faces sliced on the train as part of a Bloods gang initiation mm. this was kind of a thing that was going on back in like you know 20 years ago right mm-hmm. so fast forward nowadays we have a lot of artists coming out of New York who do affiliate with, with the Blood Street Gang we have a lot of people all over you know what I'm saying be it 
Atlanta, be it down south, that also affiliate with the Blood Street Gang. You know what I'm saying? Um, one of the more prominent members, Lil Wayne, right? Lil Wayne is always saying Suwu and Pyru and all of that stuff. So it, it, it's part of hip hop. It's part of the culture. Um, Cardi B, I think, has already kind of like in her early part of the her career kind of explained or talked about her affiliation um, as to whether or not it should be brought up now by somebody like Takashi 69 in his testimony trying to get himself less time and 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 uh, uh, what is it what's the word I'm looking for immunity in testifying against a lot of the people that he was affiliated with it's just a sad story I mean Takashi 69 is just a cautionary tale in general with regard to hip-hop with regard to street culture all of that what I didn't understand which I under I, I now understand having seen the uh, or read the um, the testimony is how he even got involved with the people he got involved with, where he was kind of popping on the internet already, kind of slow-mo, um, and then needed gangsters for his video and just found local street dudes who wanted to be in his video and they recognized that he had something popping. It was a mutually beneficial relationship until it no longer was. You know what I mean? So it's just, you know, people aren't built for that life. And as, as intricate the connection of street life and gangster shit with hip hop, you have to recognize where your role as an artist lies, where your role as somebody who is in the culture lies, and make those distinctions. Just as an artist, as an individual, where do you want to kind of set the, the boundary in terms of what you want to be involved in? Because here's a guy who is very promising, had records on billboard charts, and now his entire career, gone. You know what I'm saying? And he's more of a footnote in the world of hip hop than having some sort of sustainable legacy. You know, and it also begs the question, uh, would he be able to release music again in this climate, considering all of this? My answer is, my thinking is no. But considering the fuckery that goes on in, in, in the music industry, who knows? He could take the tattoos off, rebrand himself as Danny instead of Takashi 69 and, you know, completely change his, his sonic delivery and people may be receptive to it. Who knows? Who knows how, how, how people receive, you know, um, this kind of this kind of behavior? You know what I mean? I, I think the, the culture still welcomes Rick Ross, even though he was outed as a correctional officer rather than True. a drug king, kingpin. So I don't think really people care at this point. Um, it's the OGs who are making stinks of it. You know what I mean? Speaking of OGs, Gangsta got a new out. Gangstar has a new album in the works. I'm 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 delighted to hear about this. I don't know if it was already released or it's already getting. It's they, about they, to get released. they just released the first single. Okay, is that with the one with J Cole? Yeah, yeah. You could, yeah. You could click right there. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Where click? It's not. There's no hyperlink. Ren. Look in the video. Amateurs. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, where are we at? Oh, right here. Oh, no, he's not an amateur. I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> Ren is a veteran. He's the vinyl archaeologist. All right. Um, so there, let's go into this song. Can we hear this song? Let's do it. We're going to play this song. World premiere, Gangstar, Guru, DJ premiere for those who don't know, featuring the boy J. Cole. Um, let me scroll through a whole bunch of rhetoric and let's get this popping. TrueSchoolTV.com, exclusive, exclusive. Diamond 
diamonds out forever like family and loyalty or real rap songs like cream or my melody diamonds are forever like my infinite thought like respect in the hood that can't be bought diamonds are forever like family and loyalty or real rap songs like cream or my melody diamonds are forever like my infinite thought like respect in the hood that can't be bought word up Diamonds, diamonds. Diamonds are forever like friends that'll kill for you. Went up in a jewelry store, burglary, steal for you. Bill with you, split the diamond into ice blue. Twice you try to disrespect our kinship, I don't like you. And now you X'd out the fam. But I'm cashing checks with Premier on this jam. Robin Leach, interviews on the beats. When we shake hands, nothing but ice on the region. I teach like the rap Reverend Ike without the perm I preach. This morning you need to learn, I return from my streets, gaining my wealth, training myself for corny confrontation with haters who be playing themselves. Diamonds, I like my world of rap. Your rhyming, it's like a world of crap. And a diamond is like a fly-ass girl that's trapped. And you can't beat that with a bat. Diamonds are forever like family and loyalty or real rap songs like cream or my melody. Diamonds are forever like my infinite thought, like respect in the hood that can't be bought. Diamonds are forever like family and loyalty or real rap songs like cream or my melody. Diamonds are forever like my infinite thought, like respect in the hood that can't be bought. Word up. Diamonds. 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 Yeah. Pick up the pin, write down the sins, cleanse, lay this shit down, play it for friends, make a few M's, then do it again. J. Cole, who'd have thought you would have been? Rhyming with ghosts. Guru flows forever like a diamond and most. Could never afford the precious shoes, that's precisely why I'm blessing you. With clear cut messages, I'm destined to invest in urban sections where depression rules. I hope to heal the destitute before I leave this vestibule. Between the heavens and the seven circles where some dead homies may be rest, I plan to resurrect a few. I press the truth against the neck of devils. Look at the youth just like a precious pet. Meant to be protected, mentally we let this poison a western philosophy make us sloppy We forgot we are the chosen, from hip-hop to astronomy they copy what we showed them Niggas be talking slick but only try me over modems and person they starstruck They hearts flutter, I'm like the realest one you ever met If you don't feel this one, give it a sec, go live a little, let the years pass Experience pain, watch the tears crash onto the floor Hurt brings wisdom, wisdom brings a whole nother sort of understanding Diamonds only worth what we demanded, uh, uh Niggas paying top dollar. Once upon a time, I paid a hundred for mine. Now I'm a lot smarter. Diamonds are forever like family and loyalty. Or real rap songs like cream or my melody. Diamonds are forever like my infinite thought. Like respect in the hood that can't be bought. Diamonds are forever like family and loyalty. Or real rap songs like cream or my melody. Diamonds are forever like my infinite thought. Like respect in the hood that can't be bought. I rock diamonds that cut glass out of window panes. Ball head slick blazing tracks. When the endos flame, rocks that bling, rocks that make them jock my team, rocks that shine, rocks that keep my hand on my nine, rocks that blind, make the hard rocks drop dime, one of a kind, niggas best jet from the spot when I cock mine, diamonds I like your man, you always call fam, diamonds I like your grandma, you always call ma'am, diamonds I like having the whole world in your hand, diamonds I like the shows I rip with no band, rocking your knot, stopping your plot. It's me, Bullhead Slick Duke, copping your block. For you, it's only pain. For me, it's only gain. Diamonds are like loyalty, iced out like royalty. Diamonds are like my wifey, so sweet the way she spoils me. Diamonds are forever like family and loyalty or real rap songs like cream or my melody. Diamonds are forever like my infinite thought, like respect in the hood that can't be bought. 
Diamonds are forever like family and loyalty. All real rap songs like Queen on my melody. Diamonds are forever like my infinite thought. Like respect in the hood that can't be bought. Word up. Diamonds. Diamonds. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. We represent that, man. This real hip-hop shit to your ears. That was just Gangstar Family featuring J. Cole, the song Diamonds. Fucking phenomenal shit, man. Yeah, good shit. You almost confused me. You were scratching. You were scratching, <laughs> and I thought it was Primo. I thought it was the classic Primo cuts on the joint. And then I look up, I'm like, oh, shit, he's going along with Primo scratches. I'm like, no, that's Ren scratching. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah how we do. you know what I'm saying? He ain't no slouch out here. The price is about to go up on y'all, for real. For real. I love it. I love this record, man. Yeah. I love this record. I, I miss love Guru. J. Cole, yeah, it was good to hear Guru's voice. I haven't heard Guru's voice like on some brand new shit in, like, you know, I mean, decades, really, to be honest with you. He, he kind of reminded you of Dave East a little bit. His, his, the, 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 the rasp in his voice. Yeah, you, uh-huh. You're 100%. Yeah, I, I, would, I would say that. I could concur with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? J. Cole just bodying, bodying every single feature he's been on for the last year and a half. You know what I'm saying? Like that momentum is continuing to build. Do we see another J. Cole album coming out in like in the next six months? What do you think? Dreamville Steph. Dream our Dreamville Insider. Right now we're trying to focus on the, um, the lesser acts, like the lower, the lower tier, the Earth Gangs and the JIDs of the world. And yeah. Right, but we. Do I need? Yeah, do I need another? I do I need a JID album as much as I need a Cole album in my life? I don't know. J Cole said 2019 is gonna be his year, so he's gonna. I, so do we think? So do we think he's gonna drop an album before the end of the year? He's, yeah, he's just low with it. But when it comes to hip hop, like his personal life is whatever. But when it comes to hip hop. Okay, so here's my prediction. My prediction is that we're going to get a surprise J. Cole album by the end of the year. And if we get a surprise J. Cole album by the end of the year, a Kendrick album is on the way at the first quarter of next year. That is my, my, that is my thinking. I think that Kendrick is surprisingly quiet. He was actually just on the Sir album. If anybody listened to the Sir album, he was on there. He was dope. But I think that we can expect a, a Kendrick album before the spring of next year, like out of nowhere, and it's gonna fuck up everybody's head. What I think. I don't think that's gonna happen anytime soon. I don't think. I, I think that was that's a mystery. It's like when when Pacquiao and Mayweather were supposed to fight years ago. Like everybody wanted that was the fight that everybody wanted to have, and then they waited way too long. And by the time they had it, no one really cared. You know what I'm saying? This is not to say that people aren't going to care about a J. Cole, Kendrick album, but I think it's going to happen when they're past their prime, and it's not going to have the same level of impact for the culture. There's you know a new saying? Dreamville video with uh, J. Cole, the Baby, and Luke. Oh, what song is that? It's called Under the Sun. Do we want to go to it? If you want to, you, you could go to uh, True School TV. Uh, check out TrueSchoolTV.com and check that video out. Um, but yeah. yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, go to the playlist section of True School TV, and you'll you'll see it there listed. 
if you're interested in checking it out. Yeah, you should be, because if you like hip hop, then you should be on trueschooltv.com. That's where everything is, right? Why search YouTube for all your things and keep on typing it in when you can literally just find it just scrolling up and down the trueschooltv.com homepage. Boom. Simple as that. We've done the work for you. You're welcome, ungrateful bastards. <laughs> Moving forward. So, Big Boy and Sleepy Brown addressed the rumors that Andre 3000 is working on a new album. I, I kind of saw this. I saw that uh, Andre was kind of, uh, Big Boy was feeling a way that, that, you know, he's just as dope of an MC with or without um, Andre. And I think that's true. I think that people don't give big boy enough, enough flowers yeah. Yeah, yeah, in no terms doubt. of like his contribution to the game and lyrics and his contribution to outcast in general i think like it's it's often overshadowed by the eclectic superstar personality that has become andre 3000 true but big boy has stayed relevant not only in regard to outcast but regard to the culture of hip-hop like from the from the foundation. Oh yeah, he's still releasing albums and he still got some joints on there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you know, I I think he's dope. Yeah, he's, and he's working with Sleepy Brown, I guess on some. On and some Sleepy music. Brown has always been dope. Sleepy Brown of Organized Noise and the Dungeon Family, and you know what I'm saying, been a real dope producer. He's the one on. I like the way you move. Yep. Woo. See you see how I hit that. See how I hit that. Woo. I've been working <laughs> on that for years. Um. <laughs> so um, do we want to play this video? Do we want to let's play? It? And put the rumors to an end. Okay. Album coming when? Uh, probably top of the year. Top of the year. Yeah, top yeah. of the year. Top of the year, yeah. man. Like this one right here, like thirteen songs strong. Anthology. Oh man, it's ish. Oh boy. Sleepy, like Marvin Gaye ish. Let it go. And then, you know, <laughs> yeah. what's it gonna be? Give me a little hint. It's kind of everything, man. How we you know how we do? We uh. When we do songs, it, uh, nothing sounds like the next record. Right. But we do have dance grooves on there, you know. And um, I think we got something for everybody, man. I think they're going to really enjoy it. Well, let's talk about intentions, man. Yeah. yeah. How, how'd that come about? Um, The song actually came, we were having a Dungeon Family meeting at uh, Stankonia with everybody. Ray, L.A. Reed. And um, at the end of the meeting, um, Ray had the beat and uh, told Sleepy to check it out. Right. Sleepy just came off the road. Mm -hmm. Sleepy was like, big, man, Ray got something new, man, come check it out. Went and put it in the A room, turned it up, was like, oh my God. Yeah, it started writing. CeeLo was in there and he just started singing. We was like, boy, go drop that. Yep. So he laid it down and then Brown got the writing and I got the writing and it was organically created like that. Yeah. How long did it take y'all to, to do it the whole entire time? Really? To hour two? Wise, maybe close to an hour. Maybe yeah. close to an hour. It was yeah. so quick. Yeah. And see, that's the whole thing about the creative process when you know mm -hmm. how the other person is because y'all been together so long. Yeah, right. It's just like you get a vibe and everybody just go and get it done, right? Yep, yep, yep. yep. Everybody did their part, man. Yes, it was sir. hot to death. All right, before we, before we drop this, I'm looking at this breaking news from The Root. Okay. It says, Andre 3000 may have a new album with Dr. Dre on the way. <laughs> According to L.A. rapper Thurs, who appeared on the Homegrown radio show, he said he was in the studio and heard Dre listening to some tracks by by uh, I mean, I heard Dre playing some tracks by Andre Three Thousand. Right, lies, uh, lies. I mean, yeah, yes. Well, I mean, Dre, he probably was playing some music, but he's he's not working on the record. Yeah, like he's, he's been recording songs and for years. Like yeah. he just you know kind of recording, kind of just kind of stack it up, but um, structure the record like not nah, not yet. The story is that uh, he was in the studio with Anderson Pack. Right. When Anderson Pack was working on his thing, and uh, he played him some songs to see if he wanted to work on one of them. 
and I guess that guy was in there and heard the song. And thought, now, was it third? What's his name? I thought it was Murs. Murs, maybe? Murs. So they, they was yeah. in such a rush to get it done, they put the wrong person. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Thurs. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, who is Thurs? Right. Anything on the internet, but I, I think it's going to be the Ooh. truth before you wake up. Before you wake up. So no album? No, no. album. Lies. Sorry, Lies. Dre is in Philly shooting a TV show right now. Yeah. You, you personally hit us and said, look, man, if I was going to do that, y'all be the first to know. <laughs> yeah. We, we speak, oh, we hit y'all we, up? We, we, on oh, yeah. dun- we on a Dungeon Family text. Like, we text every day. Yeah, all of us. Talking, all of Bob, us. me, Dre, uh, organized noise. Like, everybody. you know, sending pictures of naked girls and all kinds <laughs> of things. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> well, not me and Brown, but everybody else. No, no, no. You know what? Mute me from this chat, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. They spilling the beans on the group chat. That's fucking hilarious. But it's good to know that Dungeon Family actually has a group chat. Like, they're still cool. They're still relative, you know what I'm saying? Relatively cool with one another. That they're still friends, which is you know not common when it comes to hip hop groups, dynasties, duos, whatever the cover, uh, whatever the case is, you know. But uh, that brings us to well, there you have it. I want to segue then to Little Brother, right? So Little Brother explained why Ninth Wonder wasn't part of the reunion album, from what we understand from what it says in the video, is that basically they kept did you on- know that. I, I read it. I read it all on TrueSchool.com. You see what we're doing here? Um, no, but I, I read I read what the report said, and report was basically that Ninth Wonder was sending them beats. He wanted to get fully invested, fully involved in the project. He wanted to produce it solely, but the beats that he was sending them, they didn't really like. They weren't really feeling, mm-hmm. right? So they were kind of rejecting it, which kind of like, you know, then egos get involved. Because when I was, first heard that they were together, I thought Ninth, Everybody. I don't think you can have together. Little Brother without Ninth Wonder. I, that's what I thought. like. That's my. That was my thought. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I, I love, I love Pooh and I love the other dude, but I don't think you can have a classic Ninth Wonder or a, a classic Little Brother album without mm-hmm. that Ninth Wonder sound. Yeah, because you they, know when the when the album came out, or actually when I think I, I saw them at Hyro Day, I was like, we got to book them. Right. So I kind of hit up Ninth on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, we want to book you. Yeah. I met you a few years ago. Yeah, got it. Let's do this. And what did he say? He didn't respond. Okay. Oh, he, he left his <laughs> shit on red. He got him baking. <laughs> you know how Instagram he is. Everybody hits everybody baking. I, get, I, I got mad messages on Instagram. Yeah, I, don't I feel re- it. Respond to nobody. I feel it. Yeah, I mean, it's Ninth Wonder. But I think that's the whole point. I think that Ninth Wonder has, I think, moved beyond the underground cult following that is Little Brother. And, you know, I mean, he may have been sending joints, but those joints may not have been his top tier records. He may have known that they weren't his top tier records, right? Like he's probably saving his top tier records for the Beyonce's of the world, the Rhapsodies of the world, the artists that are in Jamla, which is his record label, you know what I'm saying? Also affiliated with Rock Nation. I'm sure he's saving his heat for those. So I, I could see where the egos can get involved, where it's like, hey, I'm Ninth Wonder. You should take whatever I'm giving you. And they're like, nah, you're Ninth Wonder. We've been rocking with you from day one. You should be giving us better records. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then that idea of rejection, I can just see how that dynamic can play a role in like them not ultimately coming together and 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 trying to make it happen all right let's play the video you know uh let's, let's see. hear it from the from the horse's mouth here we go people listening who again i always like for people who know a big uh a little brother to learn more and for people who don't even know to learn like with night wonder mm-hmm. you know is it is it you know just breaking it down is it uh, he's busy that he didn't come back in on a project, or is it like still? Is it an issue with him? It's, it's not an issue. I uh, love to. Nice so conspiracy the theory again. Okay. So in my conversation, yeah, let me hear the conspiracy. In theory. my I'm conversations just... with you know people that 
that are, are fans of Little Brother. Also, when I talk to Pete, because um, we, I don't feel, at least I didn't see a, a definitive reason. Actually, I tweeted yeah. when, 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 when you announced whatever, that when you announced the album was coming out, I think I had posted it, uh, reposted it, and I tagged him, and I, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, but like a day Spidey later, I, a day later, I was like, "Oh, I don't see nobody saying the third I'm like, "Oh shit, do I, how do you untag?" You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I'm like, I, I, I and I could have texted you. I could have texted yeah, you. I'm like, you know "No, I'm gonna let, let's see what happens." Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So the theory that I came up with was yes. like, "All right, give Rhapsody, me a conspiracy." album just came out. Okay. If you look at timeline of how albums are created, okay, for those who don't know. Potentially, it could be eight months, six. Uh, let's just say six months to a year. Okay. So let's just say let's back. If you go back into the timeline, I was thinking maybe um, he was busy with his label stuff that he's doing, like okay. his own artists or whatever, and it just didn't it just didn't line up to what you guys were doing. Nah. And what ha- whatever have you? I even told Pete that I was like yeah. maybe conspiracy theory. You know? Conspiracy theory. All right. Well, conspiracy from, theory from, and, debunked. And, and, and part of that was also. <laughs> You want to think positive shit too, you know. It would hurt me to know it was more than being busy, cause I'm such a fan. So I'm like, he was busy doing rap. Oh, cause you, yeah, you had bad ribs at the house the last time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So listen, man. I so so this is what it was, man. Just just to clear that up. And 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 to 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 further state, there's no issue. And, oh, and then, here we go, and, here we and then a few Talk days b- back, he um he shouted y'all out. He, that was bullshit. And, and he promoted yeah. the... Uh, yeah, that, was, that was that, bullshit. That was, that, was, that was the get in front of the story. That was bullshit. Okay. Damn. Actual facts, nigga. This is how it went down. So Jeez. we started uh, recording... Well, after we did the show, the three of us, we started... Uh, and I'm making this like as, as brief as I can and, you know, just sort of, of course, just sure, convoluted. Sure, sure. So, but bullet point. So the three of us sat down. What do you want to do? How you feel about it? You want to do a record? Cool. Knife says, yo, cool, I'm with it. You know, I want to do, I want to be a part of everything. I want to be a part of it this time. If we're going to do it, I want to be a part of everything, every show, every everything. I want to be a part of it all. Okay, cool. We're with it. Let's let's do it. So we start recording. We start recording, man, and just to make a very long story short, we start recording, we get into it, and the beats he was sending just weren't really speaking to us. And I'll never go on record and say the beats were bad. It's art. It's subjective. Something that may not speak to me. At the moment. At the moment. Right. True. Right. It may speak yeah. to you, and you can make the record of your fucking career on that beat. But it just won't speak to us. So I go to him, and I have a conversation. And I say, look, man, I want us to bring other producers in on this project. You know what I'm saying? Shit. He's like, nah, I don't want to do that. And I'm just like, Okay. You know, because, I mean, if the album is called Homecoming, what am I coming home to? And I'm just like, in my mind, I'm like, well, nigga, you coming home to the home that we maintain while you was AWOL. <laughs> That's what you coming home to. But I just let it sit. And so I call back. You know, we I get on the phone because, again, this time around for me, I made it an effort to listen more than I spoke. I'm like, I really want to just hear, let me hear you out. Before I be slow to judgment or anger or whatever, let me listen. So... I call him back, and I say, listen, man, I just wanted to have a conversation about this. I said, you not wanting other producers on this album pisses me off, and let me explain to you why. I said, and the best analogy I can give is, like, say your dad leaves the family, right? Your dad leaves the family for whatever reason. 
he feels he was forced out, he was pushed out, whatever. But your pops leaves the family. So now it's 15 years later, and your pops wants to come back to the family. And that's fantastic. The family is great about it. They're like, word up, welcome back. As long as you understand you're coming back to a different family, the family you left is not mm. the same family you're coming back to. Mama done got remarried, done had new kid. So you coming back trying to tell the stepdaddy how many seats he can have at graduation, nigga, get the fuck out of here. You coming back and saying, you know, trying to say, like, you can come back and participate and you can come back and we can figure out what this new framework looks like together, but fuck out of here with this. I right, kids be home by midnight shit. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> there you go, man. That's uh, that's uh, Big Pooh talking about the the whole situation with little brother Ninth Wonder not being involved with the project. Um, you know, I mean, it, it's clear. You know, he, what I'm he continues with like with a Ninth Wonder not wanting to only wanting to take festival dates. Yeah, I saw that. I, I read that. I read you know, that as well. And, yeah. and all that. And like, so he wasn't like really fully committed. So they're like, well, let's just do yeah, this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that, you know, we, you have to understand like Little Brother as an entity had only like a cult following at best. You know what I'm saying? It's Ninth Wonder who because of his production transcended just at the opportune time, right? He had that one record on Jay-Z's Black Album Threats that kind of propelled him into a different space, followed by the records that he did but, with Beyonce. But, but not, but, you know but what I mean? You so, can't you can't discredit Little Brother. After Ninth left, they kept doing They kept on doing their own thing. They kept on, you know what I'm saying? They, they put out albums. Foreign exchange. No, no, no. Project, I mean, they, they still put out Little Brother right, albums Right, but my point them. is that they're, they're, there's a split, right? But one person's career skyrockets versus what their career did they still put out albums they were probably arguably still good albums mm -hmm. right but ninth wonder now is in a completely different career space mm -hmm. right working with jay-z being a rock nation producer or signed to rock nation in terms of management representation it puts you in a different space so because it puts you in a different space as an artist as a creative you can be or you have the luxury and liberty on one level to be selective as to the, um, the moves you choose Word up. now what they're taking exception to rightfully so is the fact that you know it's somebody who you you grew up with you came up with you know what i'm saying so there there is a level of entitlement there is like yo like quit the hollywood shit and let's just get back into doing some good old fashioned LB shit, right? Yeah. Like I can, I can get because he hasn't album. been in Little Brother for a while, right? They put out a couple out more albums after he left, right? No, totally, and, and maintain their, you know, totally. But they, you know, just like he was saying that he's coming back to a different household, they have to recognize that they're they're dealing with a different man altogether. You know what I'm saying? Like the, you know, I. I don't know who's right or wrong in the situation. I'm just trying to give the nuances to it. You know, I mean, I I think it's fair for him to be selective about the dates that he's choosing. Do you not? Do you think it's Do you think it's fair well, for Night One to be selective well, about the it dates? It sounded like they were like, "Yo, you if you're all in, you're all in." Well, that's that what means, he said. That that's the gonna, problem. Yeah, that's that the problem means, is that he alluded to him being all in, meaning that he wanted to be part of everything, right? But I also, on one other side, I don't see how it's advantageous for a person like ninth wonder at his present stature to be doing a 300 400 person venue. why not because he's ninth wonder I, if I, I am i fucked in am i fucked up in that 
You think you think he could draw like on his I own? I think Ninth Wonder alone can draw 200, 300 people. If he was a DJ or he did something else, I think his name alone can. Bring he is in a more DJ, people. but but yeah. I think Little Brother bringing in Ninth Wonder, you you're doing bigger venues. You have to be. You I would imagine that you would have to be. You know what I'm saying? So him. Yeah, only they're actually to, performing next month at. August Hall, which yeah. is the former Ruby Sky. I don't. I've never been to either one of them. But it's a big. I don't know a Ruby it's or a, a Hall. Big. It's a big venue. I. I How know, many people? I'd say a good eight hundred to a thousand. Okay, I mean something like that. I would. I would imagine that he would want to mm-hmm. be part of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can't see that. Ninth Wonder would warrant more than that. It's not like he's doing arenas or like you know like things like that nature. Mm-hmm. But I can see him wanting to do more than what. They're presently doing as, and this is not the the, the mean what they're presently doing. I'm just saying that their Night album Wonder, is classic. It's a, it's dope. It's a really dope album. Yeah. Like, let's let you know what I'm saying. Let's give them their flowers. It's a really dope album. They've always made really good music historically, traditionally. They've made really dope hip hop. I have to be music. honest. When they first came out, I kind of wasn't feeling them because I thought it sounded too much like the Roots. And I was like, uh, it's like a- I mean, it's that whole like <laughs> down south, east coast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like the you know, influence. Yeah, totally, totally. But it, it's really dope hip hop music, nonetheless. Yeah. And you know, and it's refreshing to hear in this climate. But you know, it's 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 a, it's a career thing. I think it's a profession. Like you, you got to understand like music versus the business. And the business, it doesn't make sense for a person like Ninth Wonder in certain instances. But that's not to demean what Lil Brother is currently doing because they're still packing venues. People are still booking them. It's still going down. It just may not be going down in a way that Ninth Wonder may feel is advantageous. Yo, he's a dope DJ too. Right. He kills it. Yeah. I opened for him, Pharrell Monch. Who else was it? Rhapsody. Nice. When was this? Uh, it was probably around like six years ago. Okay. At, at Mighty, when, when when the Great Northern was still Mighty. Oh, wow, wow. Yeah, okay. it, it was a really dope show. And then like, I, I didn't even know, I know Ninth as a producer. Right, how many but, people showed up? But he, the whole shit was packed, so probably what? 800 plus. And that's Ninth Wonder. No, no, no. That's the whole tour. I mean, DJ Revolution was on the bill. Okay. Farrell Monch on the bill. Okay. Rhapsody. I mean, uh, that's, that's it, it, it was a dope to. bill. It was right. a dope bill. But if you're used to that, that was six years ago. And that was yeah, him yeah. just DJing. Right? Word. Yeah. Uh-huh. So now tell somebody who does 900 people venues to do a 300 person venue. They're not going to want to do that shit, bro. They're not going to want they, they to. They have to interrupt what they're doing. They have to stop this business deal from going on to hit the road and do 300 mm-hmm. people venues. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's not the degrade what little Brother's doing. I'm just saying like that. I don't see how a person in Ninth Wonder's position, how that would appeal to him. You know, but at the same time, you would want to put the ego aside and for the sake of hip hop, for the sake of the culture, for the sake of your friendship with these dudes who you Word. came up with, you would maybe just want to get rid of that and just give people an old fashioned fucking dope ass hip hop show. Who knows? No doubt. That's just, you know, this is why I'm a solo artist because I can't deal with any of this bullshit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But speaking of classic hip hop. That's why you just DJ yourself. You're just like, there we go. You know what I mean? Fuck Even the better. DJ. I'll just Even be the better. DJ. Or you just, you just have a bevy <laughs> of DJs, right? Like, shout out to, you know, shout out to Ren. Shout out to DJ Leg. Shout out to DJ Soros. Like, people I fuck with who are DJs. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, it just works. But speaking of groups that maintain their longevity, right? Ghostface Killer is sending shots at Method Man. In a track? No, the, the, this is it, it's that's clickbait. Uh, Basically, the Wu Tang American Saga. There's some, you know, there's some back and forth within. I haven't seen it. Steph's seen I haven't it. seen it. No, you haven't seen it. You haven't seen it either. Okay. Okay. Shout out to Coffee J, Executive Director of Hip Hop Change. So basically, there's a, a a track that Dave East is on because he's playing. 
Method, Method Man. Man. Right. So if you want to listen to that, we can go Is this go the into song? It. Is this yeah, the, that's the song. Okay, this is the song. So, all right, brand new music off the Wu-Tang Saga Continues or an American Saga uh, soundtrack, Dave East. Let's hear this. Got the hype shit. Dave East off the Wu Tang and American Saga soundtrack. It's basically in this in the episode, right? It's it's a song that's in an episode where they're playing Method Man's character against Ghostface Killer's character in the in the and it's kind of loosely based on how they came up in in, in, in like they, they added some dramatic effect to it, so it's loosely based on their actual origin story of Wu Tang. Um, but anybody who's known Wu Tang throughout the years, they know that there's always been some sort of static between Ghostface and Method Man. There's always been some static between Raekwon and Method Man. Method Man in the beginning of Wu Tang's career, being like kind of the lead man, kind of the front man. Also due to the fact that he had a song called Method Man on the album. Uh right (laughs) like he had his own solo record on the album which made him the impromptu frontman for the entire group which is something that uh historically ghostface killer and 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 uh raekwon have taken exception to if you watch show or documentaries like the the show Mm -hmm. you can see them argue and bicker and all of that i gotta revisit that they was bickering and arguing over that you know what i'm saying like they they always have they've always had arguments you know what i'm saying and i think they've they've played well with it right like if you remember the takao album Mm -hmm. met the man's first album they had meth versus chef which is like a battle between Uh the two of them um in also in Method Man's album, they had the torture, 
right? They mm. had torture where uh-huh. they were like talking about killing each other or doing some weird, weird fucking shit to uh-huh. each other. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a rivalry that's always been friendly, but it's always been present and, and prevalent. And, you know, um, shout out to Wu-Tang for just like fucking owning their 25th anniversary and running with it the entire year. Been able to expand the documentary, this, this series on Hulu. Shout out to Hulu. Just for- the fact that they're still together and it's not like a splintered. You right, know, and there's, there's still, so many groups that like have completely right. You know exactly, and they're still dope. They they still have chemistry. I saw them earlier this summer perform at Shoreline Amphitheater. You know what I'm saying? Raekwon oh. and Ghostface will be here tonight, Word. Midway, um, at the Midway in San Francisco, mm-hmm. along with Locksmith, along with Sarak. Um, a bunch of dope DJs. You know, you can check that out at the Midway. You could go to TrueSchool.com, see where you can get tickets or win tickets or whatever the case is. Um, you know, shout out to Locksmith. He's going to be at the Environmental Equity Summit October, what that? The 18th. October 18th at the Cornerstone in Berkeley. Hip Hop for Change is prevent, presenting their fourth annual Environmental Equity Summit. So we have Soul Development, which is really dope. They've been featured in KQED, NPR, a lot of different places. They've been doing the thing around the town. Um, Locksmith, we also have Triple Threat DJs cutting it up, getting busy. Rent yep. Vinyl Archaeologist, yours truly hosting. Mm-hmm. Dreamville Steph will, will be in the building, hopefully, maybe. All-star okay. cast. Yeah. All-star cast, you know what I'm saying? So check it out. Go to hiphopforchange.org. It's a free show, so you can RSVP, get in there free, hang out with us, turn up with us. It's going to be a good time. Um, what else do we have on the docket? We got T.I. and Cadence Owens. Or Can- Candace Owens. Candace, but we don't Candace. care about it. Okay, why don't we care about it, Jaren? Why don't we care uh, we about We don't it? care about pronouncing her name right. Why? Okay. <laughs> is, she, is she like a Trump apologist? I didn't oh, I haven't no, seen yeah. this oh, video she, yet. She totally is. She's a total Republican. You know, made oh, is she her like individual responsibility? Pull yourself up by your bootstraps? Pretty much. And, right? Stop and blaming the white man for your problems? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so they got into... My a, problem is the white man. They got into a heated <laughs> argument on the revolt. They revolt put together a, a, a mess of a debate. Right. <laughs> it was and like a train wreck, really. I mean, I uh, couldn't... And then didn't Killer Mike like body it at the end of it all? Or like I mean, he kind even, of like even, tried to be the voice he, of reason? Even he had some questionable quotes up in there you know well, what I mean what's one, what, what's one thing that you walked away with that was like questionable or put a bad taste in your mouth uh, about about Killer Mike just saying something to the fact that you know th- th- there is some truth to the Mexicans taking your jobs when it comes to black people who said that Killer Mike saying that the, the Mexicans are taking black people's jobs. That's, that's just a complete fallacy. Fam, you, you gotta know chill. I, mean? I love Killer Mike. You gotta chill. I'm saying, <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't, yeah, don't put that. Don't put that. Don't buy into that. Yeah. Please, Killer Mike. Yeah, that's, that's. I was about to tweet him too, just like, yo, really, for real though. Yeah, that's all right. Well, now I gotta see it on my own spare time. But um, yeah, check it out. That's on TrueSchool.com. In terms of the video? Yep. All right. Well, again, check out TrueSchool.com. All your video content is on TrueSchoolTV.com. Mm-hmm. But if you want to get tapped in and tuned into all the events that are going on this weekend or throughout the Bay Area for the rest of the year, definitely check out TrueSchool.com. You'll see all the dope hip-hop events, funk, rock, soul, all the DJs who are playing. You know what I'm saying? You can win tickets. It's it's, it's dope. It's just yeah, we, cool we, we put up the VMAs up there. I, I put up Black Girls Rock recently. You know what I mean? We're just adding all types of different content that you can find on YouTube only you can find it all in one place trueschooltv.com you know what I'm saying and then announcement I am postponing actually pushing it back not postponing because that means like indefinitely I am pushing back my music video uh 
Film Festival. That will be Sunday, October 20th at the Uptown. So again, the It Was a Movie Music Video Film Festival will be October 20th at the Uptown. Submissions are still um, being accepted. Uh, I will have all the details for you guys on Monday. New flyer. I will be announcing people who are going to be strategic partners as well as people who will be premiering videos. It's going to be really dope. How do you submit if you're an artist? Well, originally we were we were using an app that was uh, going to allow people to submit their their uh, stuff through the app. We're kind of changing the submission process. So on Monday I'll be announcing how people can submit moving forward, uh, as well as the other people who will be premiering videos. Myself, other artists in the in the Bay Area locally. Shout out to my man AM1 who's going to be you know premiering a video and. Um, sitting on the panel in terms of people who are going to be responding or reacting to the videos being played. It's going to be really dope. So we're getting everything together. Shout out to the Uptown for having it again second year in a row. It's almost on the, the, the one year. It's literally almost one year to the day. So that's kind of cool. Um, so yeah, that was my little announcement for that. But uh, what else do we have going on? Um, what do I want to watch? Do I want to watch E-40 teach Bay Area slang? <laughs> if you want. Yeah, to. why not? I mean, let's, you know, let's, you know, I think, you know, E-40, also one of the doper albums of this year, man. You know what I'm saying? Really long, but he remains relevant in the game and continues to develop as an artist. Personally, I, I started not liking E-40 when I first came out here. Like, I just didn't like anything he did. What do you mean? When did I he did, come out here? 2003. Okay, so, I came so that's hyphy. Right prior, like, like, like a hair... Uh, Air before the hyphy uh, movement, and then just and then E40. you saw and then you saw how people were reacting. Well, I saw how to people, res yeah. <laughs> so I mean, there's something to be said about how people respond to E40 out here versus New York mm -hmm. or other places. Mm -hmm. That and I think just realistically, he was making better music. I just think like you know he he went from a regional artist with a regional kind of sonic uh, uh, approach. And then went national, right? He kind of jumped on the heels of what uh, Lil Lil John was doing, the the Young Bloods, and like started collaborating with a lot of down south artists, and that kind of helped and, him and inform the Bay, his sound. The Bay producers too. Let's not you know sleep yeah, on tracks a million, million, yeah. And all you know the I mean? other folks who like a lot of other dudes paved the way for what we hear now. You know what I mean? Yeah, the YZs totally. and the YG, YGs yeah, the YGs of the world. The, yeah, the, yeah. There is no mustard without the Bay Area Words. sound. That's, that's real shit. For real. Um, but yeah, let's get into this uh, E-40 teaches Bay Area slang to Vanity Fair. Oh, this is fucking insane. Holy shit. Digging me dancing, grooving. Uh, yeah, I got my own gigs. You want to see me gig? <laughs> no, no, no. I got dumb gigs. What's going on, y'all? You're watching Bay Area slang with E-40. First off. The yay. You know what the yay mean, right? The yay mean the bay, named by me, E. Feasible Belafonte Bellagiano with Bellwether. And it can be yay, y'all. <laughs> yay. Catting off. <laughs> That's a Bay Area word for show for show. That's just lingering through the streets for many moons, you know? Catting off me, just, you know what I mean? Just doing some old silly shit, you know? Just catting off, fucking around. You know what I mean? Catting off. Hello. Smell me. You smell me, that mean you smell me, man. You smell my cologne, you smell me, you feel me. You know, it's a spinoff of you feel me. You feel what I'm saying. Smell me? Yeah. Hella. You know, that's Bay Area. Whenever you hear somebody say, man, it was hell of them out there. You know what I'm saying? How many dudes was outside waiting for y'all? Hell of them. <laughs> I want, man, I want hell of them, man. You know, hella, just, that means just a whole bunch. That's it, that right there. Put that in the dictionary, a whole bunch. For the F. For the F mean for the for, for free. For the free, you know what I mean? Complimentary, perks and amenities. <laughs> Yee! Guap, 
Guap. Guap mean Gouda. Cheese. Fetty. You know what I'm talking about? Loot. Paper. Yeti. Whatever. Guap. Money. For Sheezy. I got it from my boy Twiceberg. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know who he got it from. It just sounds like something that floated through the bay like a lot of things do, because I don't make up everything. That's what it is right there, for sheezy. That means for show, for sure. A lot of these words uh, we use in our songs, We this is Bay Area slang. And uh, I was the first artist, like rap artist, man, too short, to ever say it on wax, put it that way. And that's confirmed like a Don King perm. The V. The V, you know what the V is? That's my city, Vallejo, California, the V. V-Town, tucked off. That's a yay area word all day. Man, where you been, bruh? Man, I just been tucked off, man. It's a little broad, man, we ain't, you know what I'm saying? Tucked off, out the way, tucked off somewhere. Where you know what I mean? Not too many people know where you at, or she at, or whatever the case may be. I'm kind of private, you know? People know where I'm at, but people don't know where I'm at, because I'm everywhere like air, and I'm all over the place like space, so you never can pinpoint me. Gassed, that mean you hella gassed up, like amped. You know what I'm talking about? Stoked. You can gas yourself, you can get juice, you can be ready to thump. You know what I mean? Go toe to toe, shoulder to shoulder, let's rock. You know what I'm talking about? Gassed, you can gas yourself up, man, gassed. Or you can get gassed on a song too. See, this is a double entendre. 40, 40 got, the OG got on there and outgassed you, bro. I'm talking in third person right now. <laughs> to the neck. You order some chicken wings or something at the bar and it's happy hour and you've been drinking and you got the munchies, so you're like, I need to order them, I need to, I'm gonna take these chicken wings to the neck. That mean to yourself. You know what I'm talking about? And when I was a young mustache, you know what I'm saying, drinking underage, shh, kids don't do that. Go, 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 down it all the way down. Ugh, he took that to the neck. Or you could take a song to the neck. Did you, who you put on the song? Oh, I took it to the neck. Jowsing. That means just, you know what I mean, shoo-shooing. You know what I'm saying, just lip service, bluffing. Hey, he just jowsing, you know what I'm saying? Got me bent, you got me bent, you got me fucked up, that's what it mean, I mean, like, you got me fucked up, you got me, you got me bent, you tripping. You wrong, bro. For sure, for sure mean for sure. Like, for sure, I'm talking about like for sheezy. Bay Area slang, man, we wrapping it up. Lifting me everywhere like air, I'm all over the place like space. I'm talking about, As a New York boy, I thoroughly enjoyed that. As a New York boy who's been in the Bay Area for almost 20, I thoroughly enjoyed that. That was just hella just funny, just in general. Just the fact that Vanity, can we just clap it up one time for hip hop and the fact that Vanity Fair wants to even do something like that? Like that's something, that's, that's major in a way that people probably don't even appreciate. You know what I'm saying? That's Vanity fucking Fair, right? <laughs> that's like Scarlett Johansson on the cover wearing a fucking gown. You know what I mean? Like that's this is like you know. Did Michelle you know all that Pfeiffer. vocabulary? Was there I knew most of it. I knew uh -huh. most of it. There was a, <laughs> there was certain things that I did not jowzing. I've never heard in my life. Uh -huh. Um, a couple of other things I never heard in my life. But I don't be in the V like that. So, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, man. I think we pretty much wrapped up everything that we got to talk about. Word. You know. But you can catch us trueschooltv.com for all your little guilty pleasures with regard to the world of hip hop, video content, so whether it's a podcast, music video, documentary, all of the stuff we cover it. Old school, new school, true school. You know how we go. You know how we go down. Uh, trueschool.com without the TV for all your Bay Area events. What event, events are coming up this weekend? What do we got? Uh, we got the Midway tonight. Raekwon, yep. Ghostface, mm -hmm. Ciroc, Locksmith. Um, Lyrics tomorrow. Born is tomorrow. Lyrics Born is tomorrow at the New Parish. Yep. 
Yep, you know what I'm saying? I might be out there. That might be a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunday, 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 ROTC, Return to the Cypher in San Francisco. Uh, you know, getting down with the get down, free cypher, free events, you know, rocking DJ Kevy Kev, live band, the get down band, yours truly, you be in the building, my man Z-Man hosting. Um, what you got going on, Ren? What are you doing? Private events? Where you at? Disney yeah. this week? What are you doing? I'm doing a wedding tomorrow. Oh, there you go. I'm gonna be tired. There you go. He's doing like you know some celebrity wedding or some shit. Nah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a, in a cave. Okay, wine cave. Tucked off. What happened? Tucked off. What's that mean? We just went over it. We literally just <laughs> went over it with a forty slang oh, terms. Okay. You know what I'm saying? For sheezy. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Steph, what you doing? Dreamville, Steph, where you at? Tucked off. Tucked off. Homework. She's a college student. There it goes. Shout out to all my college students, yo, because I be teaching college and shit now. So I'm like, it's fucking crazy. Shout out to all my college students. Don't even be listening Richards. to this. I know. It's fucking nutty. I, I, have, a, I have a student who, who in his a paper says Professor Unlearned. It mm. trips me out every time I read it. It's fucking weird. <laughs> um, but salute to him. You get extra credit for that. Uh, you know, but it is what it is, man. I'm going to be, you know, all around. Seeing what's getting, what's, what's going on, what's the what's the happenings. And if um, you want to win tickets to a bunch of different shows, I'm going to be giving away tickets to Little Brother, DJ Quick, Big Daddy Kane's already up there on TrueSchool.com, Michael Franti and Spearhead, Mara Ruby, all that good stuff. Check out TrueSchool.com. For sure, for sure. Peace, love, we out of here. Take care of yourselves and each other. For the words of Jerry Springer.